Excellent, excellent. I just started. Check this out. Like that's my Star Wars shirt. <laughs> Actually, awesome. um, it says Gear Baby. I mean, a Gear Shift. I think I can't remember what the thing says, because it's like in an <laughs> alien language. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what it says. It's in an alien language. Okay. Yeah. So what alien? What alien language is it? I want to say. You don't even know. You bought the, the Nova Core, right? I can't remember what they call it now. That that planet they saved, where, where the Nova Core was. Okay. Yeah, you can't remember the planet now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the name of the planet. I didn't. Does it have a name? Uh, I want to say yes. Yeah, it does. It has a name. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, see, I don't remember what it called. No. Because they never really talk about it in the second one, right? And it's funny you said mentioned this shirt on Iron Man three. I was getting that Iron Man um that that's Bruce Lee shirt that Tony Stark wore, like Bruce Lee as a DJ. Oh yes, I know which one. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I wanted that shirt too. So that shirt was expensive, okay? I I it didn't come in on time, so I was, I returned it. Oh okay. That shirt was more expensive than this one, and this is a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, I I noticed. And it has that, like, the V-neck, and it has those yeah, lines. Just, exactly. You just need a helmet now. Yeah, I need oh, a helmet. And a spaceship. <laughs> the Milano. Actually, no, it's not. Uh, the Milano is gone. Because they gave well, him a new in one. In this movie, the Milano is destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. But hey, the, the, we see the Milano for at least half the movie. Yes. So, and then eventually they get a new ship. I want to say for a sequel, right? This was a really good sequel. Because, you know, the thing about sequels, like, it's never, yeah, it's, it's never as good as the first sequel. one. It's yeah. excellent. I don't know. All the MCU sequels are always getting better and better. But Ooh. their movies are getting better and better, too. Yes. It just, it carry on the story. It's not really a sequel now, if you think about it, right? It just, yeah, just, just label. Because this movie, yeah, this movie can, this movie can be a standalone. Well, you need to see the first Guardians, but you don't have to watch anything else in the MCU. No, you don't. Because like... you don't enjoy any of the Guardian movies. Right, yeah, to enjoy any of the Guardians movies, yes. You don't need to watch anything else. There's nothing from the other superheroes that really tie into this one. Yes, exactly. Well, because they're so far from Earth. And I mean, Star-Lord doesn't keep up with what's going on on Earth. He doesn't care. No, the only thing he keeps up is uh, pop culture references. Yeah, and most of that still is from when he left. Yes, when he left, yep. I love that. I mean, of course, yeah, I mean, if you really want to dig into it, he has to be keeping up with something because there are a few things that would have happened after he left on Earth. But, like what? He left know. in 87, right? I can't remember what year he left in, but he left in the 80s. Yes. Well, almost mid to late 80s. 87, uh, 88. I can't think of a top of my head, but I know there was a reference that happened after on Earth after he left. Was it so Knight Rider? When no, Knight, Knight Rider, Rider is in the early 80s, man. Come oh, on. Oh, okay. I seen Knight Rider. Oh, I love Knight Rider. But I think it's not. When I watched it, it wasn't, you know, brand new, right? It's like, you know, syndication. Yeah. Oh, probably so. Well, when I watched it, it was, it was when it, it was coming out nightly. Nightly, I had to jump. When you hear that Knight Rider sound, you had to run in front of the TV. <laughs> the robot car. <laughs> Help It wasn't a robot car. It was just a talking car. Oh, man, right. It was a robot car. <laughs> Night Industries 2000. Oh, gosh. I could do not. I mean... They didn't. They, I mean, come on. The shows I I I've, I've watched them recently. They're still they're funnier, for different reasons because I'm older now. Yeah. You know, the cars actually makes fun of Michael Knight the whole show, but. Oh, he does, right? Yeah, he kind of kind of get. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, <laughs> it's a smart mouth car, but. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
was yeah, yeah you're right. You used to pay the fasten your seatbelt. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> the Japanese cars go, oh, fasten your seatbelt. You need to fasten your seatbelt. So, uh, we know um, from the last time we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, we didn't. Um, what do I want to say? It was really unexpected, right? And then now, like, the expectation was so high, even for volume two. I guess. I didn't really have any expectations, really. I mean, I liked the first one, and then I just went in the second one and just watched it. Oh, yeah? I don't remember remember trying to decide what's going to happen in this one or or not. I mean, by this time, I was like, hey, they got this. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I I remember going. I went to the theater and saw it. I mean, I wanted to see it when it come out but i don't remember thinking oh this is this is this could be worse or this could be better no right i i just i just because it's so different it is so different it was very enjoyable i didn't yeah you're right I, when i went into the theater i went with my wife so let me tell you something i went with my wife right and um and by this time a lot more people were getting interested so what i noticed in the theater was like a lot of teenage girls okay so i i, I went to my wife i said hey do you think these girls are here just to see Chris Pratt? And she looks around no, like... rocket. Well, <laughs> the teenage girls are here to see Chris Pratt, right? And she's like, yeah, I think so. So I tell her, like, then we are all here to see the same thing. <laughs> That's the difference between you and me. I wanted to see Rocket, dude. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, well, Yandu. Because, you know, Yandu was featured yeah. so much in the trailer. He's not as sexy as Rocket. <laughs> oh, if you put it that way. No. I have a huge man crush on Chris Pratt, so uh, I think no. I said that last time. <laughs> you, you have a huge man crush on a lot of guys throughout time. Let's see. It's Chris uh, Evans Christian and Bale, Chris Pratt. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale. Brad Pitt. Oh, oh, Brad Pitt I, don't remember. I must have... That was after I, I met you. Oh, yeah, because you met Dude, me. That's why I, you met me. You're like, huh, I'm going to meet somebody like Brad Pitt. Oh, they're shooting. <laughs> Look at that. I'm going to be friends with this dude. <laughs> Nice. I didn't connect that, but nice. Looks <laughs> well, like good. twins. I mean, come on. Danny DeVito I get and it could be twin brothers, and so can I. Dude, in, do you remember? Shoot, I can't remember who it was now. Some people say you look like uh, Toby from The Office. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I know. I know. I always thought I looked like a a skinnier version of Jim Gaffigan. Once the hair started falling, I looked like Matt Damon. That was way back, back in the day. Yes. Oh, goodness. So, um, so since Star-Lord, you know, they never really call him Star-Lord in this movie. It's really just Peter. Yeah. No one ever they uses really the re- That's the thing. A lot of, most of these characters in this movie, they're not referred to as their other names. I mean, even the Ravagers. Oh. Because we see the Ravagers. We see the Guardians of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy that I grew up with, or the comic books that I got. Right. Later on, Stallone's, you know. Oh yes, they don't ever call him Starhawk. They don't, right? No. Or Charlie Twenty Seven. We see him at the end, Big Rings. Yeah. Those are the ones that I in the comic books that I read. So, do you think they brought that, like you know those, uh, like Michelle Yo, like you know, I noticed yeah, one of the Ravengers. He was using the. Her yeah, her character is the wife to uh, Stallone. Oh. Because they bought that. Like, I want to make, uh, you know, because it doesn't matter. We're talking about the movie, right? This movie had the most credit scenes within. It's got the most credit scenes. It's got the most characters, too. It does. But then I'm I mean, thinking. We might as well just ruin the end. I mean, Adam Warlock was probably supposed to be part of this movie, too. But Good. I, I want to start off with that. 
because too I, many characters. Too many characters. Okay, so the the end credit scene is like no, oh, creation I'm of gonna, Adam. I mean, I, I'm not griping about the characters. It's not like we're griping. Oh no, 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 no. They just had a lot of characters, and they decided to save some for the uh, third movie. Oh, you think Good Adam idea. is coming in the third movie? Yes, he has to. He has to. I mean, Adam Adam Warlock is part of the Sovereign story. Right. What's her name? Alicia or Alicia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alicia. I she, think. Her, she was also referred to the her as her oh. in the comic books, and Adam Warlock is referred as to him. him. So, what do so you think there's... the um? So, what would because when I saw the creation of Adam, right? I thought that was the one that was going to defeat Thanos on on the first. Yeah, I mean that's because that's the way we know it. But I mean everything's changed. Constantly. Everything's changed. Well, I mean they really the did. It was great. Characters have changed. I mean, come on, because Star-Lord's dad is not Ego in the comic. Yes, it's not. They, they tie it really well, though. Oh, it was really awesome, because I, I knew who Ego was. When when, when uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt, uh, Russell introduces himself as Ego, I'm like, oh, because no. Ego's a planet, man. <laughs> well, he was. It's just that uh, Kurt well, Russell's is, the representation. He it, yeah, it, it. they explain it. They explains did it really it. well. No, and he even shows the ego that we've seen in the comic book. Yes, they the do. It, with the giant face on it. It oh, looks amazing. It looks, it looks so just like great. in the comic books. Yes, that's what oh, I was saying. It looks just, like, just like in the comic books. The ego, you know? And they have yeah. the Watchers with Stan Lee. You know, Stan Lee's yeah, camera. What's it? You two? Is it you two? It's the guy that watches Earth? Yes. Which I guess we'll see him because uh, there's going to be the series uh, "What If." Yes, the "What the If" coming this summer. The what, the watch, the watch is the one that tells the "What If" story. Yeah. Oh. Which is funny because if you watch, uh, what is it, uh, Scarlet Witch in Vision? Uh, yeah. I think his name is mentioned. Will one of the watchers? Yeah, in a, as a cereal that her kids are eating. Oh, I didn't catch that. A lot of people, I don't bet you didn't catch it. Because she says something there eating a cereal with a little deals as she says his name. Oh, so she's a, if she knows his name, then she's very popular. Okay. So I want to you know since we're talking about the watching Stan Lee, right? Did you think that Stan Lee was talking about his cameo in Civil War? Because he said he's one time about all his, Yeah, he was talking, talking about, about all his cameos. That's why I figured he's talking about all his cameos. He could be talking about all his cameos that he's ever made in any Marvel movies that uh, don't even exist in the MCU universe. Ah. Uh, I thought that was way funny. It just have him in the watches. <laughs> yeah, well, since he's supposed to be a super powerful being now. Yes. That must lose his mind every time he comes back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you say there were so many characters, right? I think a lot of characters a have a lot of fun. Um, the what? He's been a postal character twice. Yes. Right? Well, actually, he worked for FedEx once. <laughs> yes. Tony Stank is a FedEx. Was Tony FedEx? Stank is there. But the mailman is in the Fantastic Four. Oh, he did. Did he mention that? He was talking about the mailman, wasn't he? No, he was talking about like one time care. he was a, a FedEx guy. He actually said FedEx guy in I the middle of the movie this. when they were oh, doing okay. the I jumps. Didn't I didn't know he said FedEx. Yeah, well, I know. Remember the jumps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's our. That's uh, and it's filmed by. And he's supposed to have filmed all his stuff for several movies during this time. Even he did these. Uh, did the uh, Star Trek Strange. Oh, Willie, that's uh, yes. the scene in the bus. Gun. Yeah, because Gunn filmed it. Oh, that's... And then they put it in all, all the stuff. He filmed like three of them, I think. Wow, you you actually knew which ones they filmed. Damn, that's crazy. Was, I didn't even I go to the so I don't. Well, I don't two know of them is more well, than Because most of the crew for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 
the original Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of that crew joined the because uh, they film they make a lot of these movies at the same time. Yeah, that way they can borrow characters too. But the thing is, they're filming at the same time, so most of the crew that Gunn had for the first film was filming Doctor Strange, so he didn't get to use them. He had to get another crew to film the second movie. Really? Yeah. So they changed up crews. Huh. But I mean, it didn't hurt him because it was still amazing. And I mean, we already saw Doctor Strange, which is awesome. Which is awesome. You know, I was talking about like, you know, compared to Doctor Strange, this this one did have a lot of characters, right? And even some of the characters like the, would you call Sean Gunn's uh, the first mate, the first officer? I don't know. They never really actually put Cre- his position in. Cause Kralin, right? Like, yeah, it's Kirkland. Kirkland, yeah. But, I, I mean, the first officer, I actually think, was the older man that stood up for the captain. Oh, okay, that older guy. Yeah, I with really the hair. Because he, he acted like, yeah, I don't remember. It seemed like, if we watched the first movie, it seemed like Kirk, was, I mean, if I, I hope. <gasps> That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He seemed like a first officer. But in this one, the other guy that kept standing up seems more like a first officer. Yes, the one that's, that's, that's uh, back him up immediately. Back Yondo yeah, up immediately. Up immediately. Yeah, you do watch what you say about loyal. the captain, yeah. Yeah, very loyal. So I yeah, think he, that was the last one they killed too, and when the yeah, Ravagers. He was the last one they killed. Yeah, that was the first officer. Yeah, you're right. When they threw him out in space. Yeah, I mean, I always wondered what it would look like to throw somebody out of an airlock. They, they kind of showed that in the first one when uh, Starla was turning that whatever. Yeah, they show skin. the crystallization. Yeah, the crystallization. Yeah, because it's so cold in space. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job. Oh, that's, you know, because I got used yeah, to the first I, one. So. I like it because I don't want their eyes popping out like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that, that still doesn't make what any we sense call? to me. But they were like, <laughs> like, yeah, breathing no, the eyes. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> just die, yeah, you're right. Like compared to this, they just freeze and they just I mean, die. I, I don't, I don't know which one's true, but I'm thinking that the Star Lord one. I meant the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy space. It's closer. Makes more sense. That so it's a, so it's basically a question for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, hey, what would really happen? The total recall Arno or Star? I'm, I'm probably anybody on the space station or spending in a space shuttle or going to space. Any of those guys probably can answer that question. Yeah. Like, uh, dude, you don't, don't want to go outside we, without this one. I don't think we have to go to Tyson. I mean, he's got more things, other things to ponder than tell you something stupid. Like, but I would like to go talk space. to him anyway. Okay, <laughs> where are you going to find an astronaut? Huh? How are you going to find an astronaut? I don't even know where they live. There's more astronauts though. There's probably a lot of astronauts in Texas, huh? Because we have a NASA, yeah. we have a yeah. space station. Florida, Texas. I mean, <laughs> we'd have to go to Houston. Well, I want to go to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how do you like all the uh, characters on this one? I like, you know what? I, I really like, like Nebula like a lot. Characters. Who? Nebula. Like the relationship oh, yes, between I, well, I Nebula think, and, and they let everybody, everybody evolved in this movie. Yes. And it actually answered lots of questions. And it evolved a lot of things. Because, yeah, it tells you about Nebula. Nebula is supposed to be this horrible villain, right? Yes. Turns out she was never a villain at all. The thing is, no. we, we learned that Thanos makes her fight Gamora to prove who's the best. And each time Nebula loses, and Le- Nebula loses every time, she gets a part of her body replaced. But then we find out she never fought the win. No. She, yeah. She Because, I mean, if she won, she'd be Gamora, and then Gamora might not like her. Yeah. All she wanted was a sister. Remember, that's what she says. All she it's very sister. like Thor and Loki, right? She want to be, he oh, want to be his I don't equal. I even think it's like Thor. I mean, Loki. Loki didn't even want to be king. Lord, Loki, yeah, but Loki's 
Loki's evil. Evil, yes. I can't see. I mean, mischief. I mean, Nebula's mean, but she's not. Oh, evil. Nebula is mean. Yeah, she's mean, but she is not evil. The brother, the uh, sibling relationship is really weird. I, can, in I mean, MCU. the thing is, but the thing is, Nebula's actually more loyal to Gamora than Dan. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I mean, Loki and Thor, they're not that loyal. To so I want to point that out when uh, Daniels make them fight, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking in a way where, like, when they fight, he's just um, trying to f- see which one he favors the most so he can get the Soul Stone later. That's what I was thinking. Mm, I don't you, think so. You know? I mean, and so I'm thinking he's probably keeps them. Well, I mean, if he keeps them fighting, then they sure can't uh, go against him for two reasons fighting each other. You know, too busy Ooh. each other proving. I and mean, plus, he thinks he's like a god, so he likes people to try to prove who's who loves him more. Oh, you know, I mean, he's got a. He is like, hey, if you love me, you'll fight your sister. And you know, it's really weird this time. Like, because I guess Dano is not really looking for Nebula. I mean, a uh, Gamora or Nebula. He's not looking for he's any not really of them. Looking for either one of them because he doesn't care. He's too busy looking. Uh, got his master plan going. Oh. Uh. But we got to remember this. This movie also takes place in uh, 2014. 2014. So civil war hasn't even happened yet. Oh. So you know, I yeah. didn't think about the timeline. Did this yeah, happen so, before civil so, war? Yeah, a lot of you got to remember you know, a lot of these other Marvel movies we're watching. Like they're going to happen in various different times. I mean, some of these are happening in another phase, even though we're seeing them in this phase. I mean. I mean, there's no reason. They're just telling you another story. Yeah, they're telling another story. The yeah. story is not part of the, you know, the quest, Thanos' quest. That's why you don't see anything about Thanos. No. It's not really a big deal. It's actually finding about Star-Lord that he's uh, half yeah. celestial. Well, it's all about Star-Lord. Yeah. Finding his father. It's about Yondu finding his son. Yeah. It's about uh, Gamora and, and Nebula becoming sisters. Being Sam's sister. It's not it's about, about Rocket. Rocket. And yeah, uh, Rocket, how he's like Yondu, a, yeah, yeah, not being such a raccoon, <laughs> such a bastard. Trash panda. Trash <laughs> trash panda panda. Dude, that part was so funny. Like, <laughs> is that worse, dude? That is way worse. It's so worse. <laughs> I like it. Trash or panda. what do they call it? The triangle face baboon. The triangle face baboon. <laughs> a fox. Somebody kept he's calling like, him a fox. He's like touching his face. <laughs> What did uh, wasn't it uh, Vantage called? Can I pet your puppy? Yeah, pet your puppy. Yes. <laughs> I just made a tactical joke. I just made that up. I just made that up. <laughs> oh, Drax is awesome. I mean, especially you remember when that when that they feel that stone hits a uh, mantis right in the face. Yes. Hits in the face, and then he yells, "Look out! Look out!" She's already down. <laughs> And you know, in the beginning when they were wearing those suits and uh um Gamora asked him like why don't you put those suits that uh, rocket design like I don't like it. It has my nipples. Yeah, well, the, I mean, because the movie starts off well the movie starts off with a but a job yeah. immediately. Yeah, well no, it's not with not with the job. Remember it starts oh, off with, with Russell and the um her, his mother. And, and hanging out Dairy Queen. Yep. I wonder if they got a hunger buster. <laughs> in a blizzard. Oh well blizzards didn't exist yet, so Oh, that's a good point. Yes, that's a good catch, actually. I think I think they claim they do, but they don't. Oh, no, you're right. He, there was in Missouri. That's when you find out where. Oh no, Missouri? you already know where Star Wars is from, or Peter. Yeah, was it Missouri? Yeah, it says Missouri. Okay, we'll, we'll go with Missouri. I knew there was somewhere down there. Yeah. 
of course, you know, it tells the whole story. It starts off with him planting something. In the right. And you know what's really funny? You know why I thought, like, oh, I didn't know if that's the same lady that was in the first one, right? So I had to look it up. It was. It was the yeah. same actress. Well, she looks different when she got hair. Well, the, the face was still the same, but they look her, well, because they have a brain tumor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she gets a brain tumor. That's because you remember you asked last time, how did she die? That's why we, they didn't tell you how she died. I just thought some kind of cancer. Well, we knew obviously. it was cancer. Yeah. Yeah. We know, we know how and what happened, which is horrible. Yes, it is. You know, it's way really cool though. Um, you know, I love the soundtrack of this movie, right? I also love the soundtrack on the first movie. So, I actually like the soundtrack. Yeah. I like the soundtrack of the first one. This one was better. Oh, I, I love both of them. It's yeah. Actually, because I knew more than you. Well, actually, it had more. I knew both of the song music soundtrack, but I knew more of the songs that liked more of the songs. On the this one, I love the um, Fleetwood Mac track, "The Chain." Yes, yes. that's the best one. Well, because it goes, it fits so well with the story. Yeah, it gets so well. Yeah, it does. It fits so well with the story. But actually, you know, the song though, the other song. What is that? Uh, uh, Brandy. Was it I the love, love song? Lady. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one um, um, Kurt Russell, Ego, it's keeps part talking of the about. Story, yeah, because yeah. he sings it to Star Lord. He sings like, it to Star He sings it to Star Lord, yeah. Yeah, he sings the song to Star Lord because, I mean, it's, it is part of the story they tell. So. And you know what? What's a really weird thing about the Star Trek? So, when I was going to cancer treatment, right? When I was doing radiation, the lady, the nurse, right? She said, like, Oh, is there something that you would like to listen to? And I'm like, Well, what kind of music do you got? You got volume two. <laughs> no, they, they have volume one because, um, no, she had both volumes, but she put on one CD, right? So I'm like, oh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, so let's do that. And um, the setup for the radiation takes 15, 20 minutes, right? For three-minute shots. Because they, they need to level everything, right? Yeah. So when they do that, right, I'm listening to music, and I, I want so to dance to it. Relaxing, you know? Yeah, I listen to something relaxing to me. Yeah, I probably would listen to Batman soundtrack, <laughs> Danny Effin. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's going to be intense, dude. <laughs> it's pretty intense. You know, I had, they just put me in the cover. I had to be locked exactly. down. That's why you probably down. should do Batman. Probably I need something that I, I want to dance to, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that I'd be dancing to anything. From you know, like I, every MCU thing, I like all the comedy within, right? Like in the beginning, how... um. Like in the beginning, Rocket was working on something, but we didn't know until they're like, what are you working on? Well, bring Crow. He want to listen to this music. So what he's working on is just a jukebox. <laughs> I thought he was making a bomb because <laughs> he's always making a bomb. But yeah, he's making two speakers. And it's actually, and we find out it's actually Rocket's idea. Yes, and it's really we funny because in the middle of the movie, right when he was Yandu, he asked uh, Quaylen like, "Hey, do you have any of um, uh, Crow's old deleted tracks on here?" And then play that song. I love that song. That song fits so well when Yandu was killing everyone with oh, that yeah, arrow. Man. Man, he wiped out his entire crew. He wiped out the entire crew. See, well, you know, you know, because we saw it in the first movie how powerful it was, but man, I yes. mean, he's way powerful. Yeah. Plus, he also has an upgraded head, which I loved. Yeah. Because the fin's like what he has in the comic books. Yes, the fin also. I was going to point that out. The is this is the same Yondu in the comic books, because in the comic books, he almost doesn't have any clothes. So I almost felt like they saved the best part for the second movie, the fin. They did. Oh, they saved a lot of stuff. Man, this one is so well worth it to wait. Yeah, guns should talk to the guys that make Star Wars because how to save the best for the middle. Yes. Even Lucas knew that. <laughs> I didn't know how great the first one was going to do, right? So I didn't want to waste all my efforts in the first one. And yeah. now, like, oh, it is so popular. Now I'm going to do what I wanted to do from the first one. Yeah, you're totally right. I am. <laughs> 
but yeah that is but yeah the because the, the beginning i love the beginning with the credit scene yes yeah. such a great because it's 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 them do that because like you said and of course we got to see a uh, rocket trying to wink yes and of course i like it when he says uh he says something i didn't know that he, he says uh you got to say it in your uh your other your other voice <laughs> wait in the beginning when they were like before that that creature came yeah before that creature came remember when they're arguing yes he's winking and drax is like, oh yes wink. it's like yeah <laughs> yes and he goes and he goes he goes uh i can't tell because you need to say it in your sarcastic voice yeah sarcastic voice like what i'm actually being serious right now we do not need see, the music we also see, I mean, here's the also part it also shows a shows you how petty petty peter is because it's yes. an important part how petty peter is because how petty peter is plays an a, a important deal in a uh the infinity war oh yes remember when they're trying to get the glove off yes so petty but remember he goes he goes when uh Kamora pulls out a gun. Oh, so you're using guns now. Uh, what is that? A rifle. I, I, I thought swords were your things. Yeah. We're guns were my things. But oh well, okay. I guess we're both doing guns now. Yeah, I did, I'm both <laughs> doing guns now. I'm like, what? Because yeah. he's such a he's like such a child. Still. He is. It's like everything had to be a particular way. Yeah, everything's <laughs> gotta be this way. But again, they start the music. Well the alien well, what the, what are they doing? They're protecting these batteries. For the race the, the sovereign, yeah, because that monster is eating them. monster that comes through out of nothingness and appears, and, and just to eat the batteries, you know, as it comes from the Phantom Zone, that is what the villains of Superman got to see. Oh, I was like the Phantom Zone, where, dude, yeah, don't jump. Right out the universe the, hey, is here, okay? That's the only place I could figure out that it could come from, okay? <laughs> the Phantom Zone. And so, you can't prove that it didn't. So the intro, right? I thought like. They still did a dance number. Awesome. Yes, with little baby group. With little baby, little baby group. group. Well, it is a baby group. It's the new group. It's the new group, yes. The son, the group. So I didn't know how long the period was. So I guess it's it's pretty. It's right after the first one ended. Because the first one, they had be, that little okay, branch yeah, already. Supposed to be, no, it's supposed to be... Uh, a year or two? Six months. I think it's six months after the first one. Oh, okay. So it's still pretty so recent. They're heroes, and they've been traveling around making money, yes. using their name as, hey, we're Guardians of the Galaxy. We're like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> we kill monsters for you, though. No ghosts, though. Even hey. if they come from the Phantom Zone, we will kill them. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Of course, you got little baby Groot dancing around. He's like, he's not afraid of anything. I know he's still got those lizards. Remember those lizards that we saw? Yeah, in, in, the, in, the, in the first one, they were they were, they were betting they on. Have, I mean, they must have paid a lot of money for those lizard special effects because they use those lizards throughout this entire. Oh yeah, because every like, time there's a group, I'm like, how is there? How does that group find those lizards? Because he uh, they must be like rats. They oh, well, I was thinking of rats because like when yeah, Quill caught one in the first one, he's not singing to it. Yeah, that was the all, only thing I thought of. Stuck in everybody's ships and stuff, <laughs> and you travel, they get off because it's super like filthy. Yeah, we when little baby girl gets mad, he hits that rat. <laughs> yes, he's like he didn't look at you funny. <laughs> and then of course, you know they're trying to tell him not. I mean, we see the fight in the background, which is cool. Yes, the whole the whole deal is focused on baby. It's on baby. It's so funny. He's, he's dancing, hopping along the steps. To what, yeah, he's oblivious to what's going on behind him. Yeah, of course, they like, the I like it. Yeah, we ways a good more. Hi, hi. hi. <laughs> you know, and of course, Drax lands. Remember when Drax falls, and then Groot just stands still. Yeah, he just stands. It's so funny, right? The relationship Drax, between these two is like because Drax can't stand dancing. 
the best scene though to be is so when uh, Drax falls on the speakers, bust him. Yeah, he he was low of say he kicked him. He so bad. <laughs> he throws something and hits him. With a... Yeah, he comes up and starts kicking him. And of course, you know. They kill the monster, of course. They've been fighting this monster the whole credit scene, and then uh, what's it? Drax gets the great idea that to go inside to get him from the yeah, inside. I'll just go and I'll cut him on the inside because he's softer. And of course, Peter Quill's going, "What's he doing?" And of course, Gamora's like, "He's sad." Yeah, he's like, "What?" And of course, Peter's like, "Well, there's a cut on his neck." <laughs> So I like that Gamora is the one that killed the monster, yeah. right? After all this fighting, Gamora just runs up there and Use the, the sword. Yeah, uses the sword yeah. that she didn't want to use at the beginning. It cuts the monster up. And of course, Drax comes out and he thinks he killed the monster. Yeah, because he came from the inside. Of course, we see we see Baby Groot and he throws up and hits him in the face. <laughs> oh. If that didn't establish the uh, pace of this movie... Oh no! It was really yeah, quite. He must have got up to use the bathroom during that. I like the um, the solvents was, I never seen makeup done so well, and so many of them. Yeah, all the gold people, they're all gold people, and the yeah. whole point of the solvents, but they're supposed to be perfect. Yeah, I I, I, I was gonna say like, are, are they always uptight? Apparently so. Just <laughs> <snotty> people. <laughs> this... That's the other excellent adjective to snobby people. They're very snobby, right? Like. If yeah, I said snobby. the high stand, high maintenance, high standard type of people. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess so. What would come with gold? You know. Oh, the high you standard. Know? Well, I mean, gold is supposed to be all expensive and rich. And... So, so they're all rich. What people. I don't get is they had these technology, right? That like remote pilot, but they couldn't defeat this monster. Oh, they must have tried, and then this way they call it. Maybe uh, they didn't want to get dirty. Oh, because as we see, but they're only remote. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, they got better things to do than kill a monster that's eating their batteries. Yeah, I don't understand either. I mean, come on, because you're right. They got a whole giant what military force just to go. Hey, but see, the monster didn't insult them. What the what monster... were the batteries called? Like NRX batteries or something? I forget what they're called, but the Drax never called them the same. No, he's like hundred three hundred three batteries. Like that's yeah, not even like, close to what I said. That's not even close to what I said. <laughs> Of course, you know, when they, they, they meet the high priestess. Yes. You know, of course, uh, Rocket has to tell him what he really thinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we find out why they went to get the batteries. The whole exchange was to get Nebula. Yeah, to get Nebula, right. I didn't even know how they would, why would they would capture her. Maybe she was trying to steal them, too? Oh, she was trying to steal their batteries. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she was trying to, yeah, she was trying to steal their batteries. Have you ever read about the batteries in a comic books? I don't know what the relevance is. No, I never read about the batteries. I'm sure they're just made up. Oh, okay. Just something very powerful then. Yeah, it's just, I mean, they needed something to trade. They needed a reason to be there, so this made the most sense. And also apparently very easy to steal. Yeah, apparently they're extremely easy because, I mean, Rocket Leaves was a pocket full of batteries. (laughs) Come on, they were very easy to steal. That's your excuse. Yeah, of course. Of course, he insults everybody. And then he also shows up to Drax, and Drax doesn't say anything. He just laughs. He just laughs like, uh, maybe because Rocket stole his batteries. Wait, we have no. You're right. I don't know why they. I don't know why yeah, they're chasing they're us. Upset. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they leave and then then they chase it down, and that's the neat thing because when they chase them down, you're right. They send those remote control aircraft. Yeah. What spaceships? Yeah, the pod, it the little like pods. That's the neat thing though. It looks like an arcade. It does. It looks like um. 
Yes. They, what was oh, that? Like in the eighties, yeah. nineties, Galica. That's like a Galica game, right? But oh, I'd say asteroids. Asteroids. Yes, that's what it is. Asteroid field. Remember, because yes. I got to the asteroid field. The weirdest asteroid field I ever seen. I mean, I like to see Han Solo fly through that. Yes. <laughs> and Millennium Falcon would be busted all up. <laughs> and uh, at the same time, it shows more of um, Rocket's uh, personality because he's keep trying yeah. to take over the ship. Yeah, yeah they keep changing. Uh, you know. Pilots, yeah. Pilot. Well, I'm the best pilot. Yeah. And of course, they get some trouble. They hit a hit an asteroid and then they crash on some planet. Yes. Was it Bay Bayhart? Yeah, yeah. Bayhart. Well, that's Bayhart. because um, and then it was they they saw Eagle passing by, but they didn't know yeah. that was Eagle. At yeah, well, first. They, yeah, because remember, well, yeah, they almost wiped out all the. He wiped the them out. Yeah. Was it were they down to the last guy? Yeah, they were down to the last guy going to the asteroid, and you know, all the crowds around it. It's like I think he was playing Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, you always see those scenes where everybody's around at the arcade. Yeah. Oh, you go, and then he gets blown up. You're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everybody kind of like to. Yeah. I get through the asteroids field, and all the rest of the new ships, they had more ships. Yeah. Them, and of course, they get wiped out. Yep. Some dudes surfing on an egg. They're throwing an egg like it's just one guy. <laughs> and he's waving at them, riding like a. <laughs> yeah, like it's a surfboard. Yeah, like a surfboard or a chariot. It's very really funny. It was, a, it was a tiny little guy. Yeah. Like, was he like exactly. about one well, inch tall? Really exactly. <laughs> and they go, yeah, that's how it works. You don't know how it works. It gets bigger. <laughs> See, he has the same. He says he, he Rocket sees it the way like animals do, like cats. Yeah. Like like a lion or a bat lion or something. When they see you way down on the ground, they're like, huh, I can eat that little person. And then they come they close alone. Yeah, they get down to you and then they're like. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than I thought, but I'm gonna bite him anyways. <laughs> you know, you know why I noticed in uh, this movie that Drex, like a uh, characteristic from Drex that carries over to Infinity War, that he he's very silent when he stands because he said that Infinity War, he's, yeah, he he believes that the longer he stands, that the he'll become invisible. Well, especially you know, because yeah, because you're talking about that scene where uh, where Star Lord puts on a shirt just like you. And yep, yeah, that's right. He's arguing with uh, Gamora. And of course, there's Drax. Starts around there's Drax. Yeah, Drax's like, oh, it's spooky. Of course, Drax got to give him advice about. Gamora's not the one for you, Quill. <laughs> the how about the the dancing thing? Like you know, exactly. some woman dance and she's not a dancer. Yeah, well, then of course we learned the story why Drax about Drax's wife. Yes. He didn't dance at all. No, he didn't dance at all. It's so funny. <laughs> Found his neither regions gorge. You know um. <laughs> We're also going to talk about the 80s characters because, you know, this one's so into 80s, right? Because they got Stallone. They got um, Tango and Cash. <laughs> Basically, they have Tango and Cash in this movie. But they never interacted. But it's still cool. But that's only two 80s characters, right? Only was, Roker was Roker in would be... Stallone. Stallone. Yeah, Stallone. I think there's a lot of characters probably we don't... That we don't recognize, right? We probably don't know. I don't think there was that many that. I mean, like, uh, you didn't know Taser Face, which is, we got to talk about that. <laughs> Taser Face! What kind of stupid name is that? <laughs> you wake up in the morning and just decide to call yourself Taser Face? You know what's really funny? When we talk about the sovereign people, right? Like, they're really uptight. Even the high priestess. Like, no, it wasn't a high priestess, right? It was just a messenger. Even she started laughing when they say Taser Face. Yeah. When they call her, yeah, when he calls her up, hey, you need to tell the high priestess. You tell her that Taser. Her face. <laughs> I mean, no one can take this guy serious. And he's like the guy that started the mutiny and killed her. He did, yeah. He, he took over as captain for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the thing is, you know, they crashed on the planet. And, of course, uh, 
Peter Quill's uh, dad shows up. Yes. Biological dad shows up, and he takes half the crew with him to his uh, planet. To to where he's supposed to be. He, his representation yeah. took him to actual where he goes. We found out that the whole reason that uh, Yondu took Peter is to was supposed to have taken him to Ego, yeah. which is, is the dad's name. He was supposed to have taken him to Ego a long time ago, and he never did. Yeah, see, I like that. That's when uh, like the Stallone's uh, scene comes on. Yes, because yeah, because this is where we switch to the Stallone scene, where they're on like a, I forgot the name of the planet, but it's like a Tortuga of for alien pirates. Like the, the, yeah, like the red light district of you know planets, yeah, right? Tor- yeah, like I said Tortuga. Yeah, Tortuga. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, I was really surprised, even though his name was in the credits in the dancing scene. I was surprised to still see Sylvester Stallone. Like, that was the really? role he played. I was surprised because I didn't really, I don't actually read the names as they're coming on these. I don't really care about credits. I'm yeah. like, I'm watching the movie. <laughs> I'm too busy watching Groot dance. I didn't ever see the name. Yeah. And so, but so I saw Sylvester so I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. Well, I mean, the second time when I watched it this week, I noticed Sylvester Stallone's name. I don't think I noticed it in the first time. At the theater, yeah, I yeah. didn't notice the theater. That's the thing. I didn't, I didn't even know that he was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, I didn't either. It was quite a surprise. I, I that's the thing. Like I said, I didn't pay that much attention to it. I just know I wanted to see it. So I went yeah. there, and then when he showed up, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so awesome!" I yeah. wasn't even sure who he was yet. No, yeah, you I know? wasn't sure. He I was, was just the best of Yeah, I was trying to figure out what character he was because I don't, I don't realize who he was until the end of the movie when it showed the rest of the characters because mm. actually the only character I rec- recognized was Charlie 27 I was like Whoa. oh my god uh, Fame Rhymes Fame Rhymes yeah because yeah. I just noticed because he was so big I was yeah. like I know this and then I realized who the rest of them were oh I was going to talk to you earlier but I forgot until now like one of them knew how to do the magic stuff one of them was a sorcerer yes I forgot what his name is the lizard guy Crag- yeah 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 no, it's not Craglin I forgot what his name is I could probably tell you real but yeah but I don't remember him in the comic books. Because uh. I didn't even recognize that. Like, the first time I saw him, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, cause... well, he talks a certain way. But, yeah, he's the type of wizard. I didn't see Doctor Strange before Kruger. this. Yeah. Kroger. Or Kruger. Yeah, his name's Kruger. So he's a sorcerer, too. Or a wizard. You also, did, you also saw the robot guy named Mainframe. Hmm, Mainframe. Charlie 27. Martinex is the guy that looks like he's got glass face. He's with uh, Stallone. Yeah. And then of course uh, Michelle Yeoh is Atella, Arletta, Arletta. So Michelle Yeoh gets you play two different characters in the MCU. What was her other character? It's going to be in Shang Chi. She's in Shang Chi too. Okay. Because uh, you know uh, apparently Hollywood is running out of Chinese people to cast. Hollywood's running out of actors because he because keep using the same actors over and over. They now. have to right because they like him so much. We have to get yeah, Koreans and Japanese people to play I was Chinese people. We get to see uh, all these characters again. Stallone would get like a kind of like a little extra movie yes you get to see another guardians of the galaxy just a different team. or just the ravengers because he said like hey it, it, it he said it, it kind of sucked that it took um one of them to die for them to get back together yeah well i'd watch the ravager movie i would too he's like let's go but and steal some shit another like another guardians of the galaxy see that's why i can't wait until volume three which doesn't come out for another two years it seems hey, so maybe, far now. Maybe we can get in a blip and then just travel. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to live through that. But the only yeah. way to like, oh, I get to be younger than everybody else when I come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm for it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Lose. But you want to go to the blip, but not the time travel. 
I'll do the time travel. I mean, I don't have a DeLorean laying around, though, so I guess I'll just take a flip. <laughs> I sure don't want to do the Terminator because I'm not going to show up somewhere naked. <laughs> Why can't we time travel like the Quantum Wim, like Ant Man, huh? I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's the fastest you know, way, right? Really awesome. I'd rather just time travel like they did in Star Trek 4 and fly around the sun. Oh, see, I haven't seen that, so I, I don't understand that yeah. reference. I don't know which tra time travel is better, okay? Well, the one with the time machine, I mean, they had a cloaking sh a ship that could cloak, so they could land on Earth and nobody knew they were there. Oh. Kind of a good deal. But that I mean, sounds really good. I mean, a DeLorean, everybody can see it, and then some guy steals it, and then he makes a millionaire. So the cloaking device is the best. Yeah, oh. so cloaking device is the best. Cause oh, the pin particles. Pin particles is okay, but cloaking's better yeah it like, is. come it's on next come world on. you cloak and you have this giant starship and you're just like using satellites in space for target practice yes yeah. yeah i mean come on even the millennium falcon doesn't have a cloaking device <laughs> so oh, the model doesn't have a cloaking device i want to bring us back to the movie uh, i want to get you a scene with during the campfire talk about um who crew's father was i thought that was pretty funny yeah, that's pretty cool. When uh, when uh, Drex said like, I thought Yandu was father. What? You guys look exactly alike. One is blue. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a cool thing because I mean it's more not. I think it's more that Drax. I mean it's foreshad foreshadowing the the that the rest of the movie. But in a way, I mean the interaction is a Drax relationship. Picks up on yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, because they're they're making fun of Drax for the colors, but Drax is are actually picking up on what he's seeing. Yeah, and the emotion that the relationship, not the yeah. uh, color. Yeah, I like that too. Because, I mean, Strax is seeing a little more than we realize, even though he, he's a little late at telling you something's about to hit you in the face. Yes. Or that you can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> or that he can catch something that flies over his head. And you know what? Like, the, um, like, it was really messed up how many, pe how many beings that Yandu brought to Ego before he realized yeah, what was going there, on. Yes. Man, it's... Well, we don't find out because, yeah, but we don't know this yet because, remember, we go to the ice planet where they're all having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, you broke the code. Yep. That's why we try to figure out like what the code was. Yeah, we don't deal in children. About? Yeah, we don't we don't trade children and we're trying to figure out because we don't know the extent yet. No. You you're probably thinking right now you're thinking, oh, Peter, only Star Lord, because that's what I thought. Yeah. So and I'm like, he didn't really do anything bad. No, he, he didn't do anything like well, yeah, at that point we didn't know like, oh, I thought he just kept him because he was yeah. good for stealing. But I believe that was the lie that Yandu keep telling himself. Yes. So that yeah, I thought that was really great when you find out at the end why he was doing that. Yeah, because he didn't know. Because I mean, because Yandu didn't care. No. But we also found out that Yandu was a slave. Yes. Sold him to a slave, and he was when he was locked up with a rocket. Yeah, yeah. We learned that he was a slave, and then when he got out, and it was him that saved him. Yeah. He was part of the crew. Yandu's part. Yeah. Yeah, that's because basically you're getting. With Yondu on there, you're getting the Guardians of the Galaxy that I read in the 90s. Yes. So, that's awesome. You know, well, they're actually, they're supposed to take place in 31st century, though. Yes, yeah, so I really like that scene when uh, they were him and were locked up, right? And he, <laughs> Yondu said, We're going to need the help of your little friend. Yeah. Do you remember the scene they talk about? Like, well, he doesn't like hats, and then like because they they make them people look a certain way, and they think they're yeah, stupid. Well, like... <laughs> well, no, remember they tell him tell him, oh, he needs to go get the thing. And of course, he comes back with different things, and then he comes back with that that Ravager shield. Yeah. And then he says something, and then you know, it put on his head, 
He's saying he thinks you wanted him to wear a hat. He doesn't like hats. <laughs> and then they have a whole conversation about like, hats. He keeps going, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. And of course, he kept going. And he doesn't like the hat. He thinks it makes him look stupid. And of course, he's like, you got that out of that? You and he's like, and Yandu's like, is this a really important conversation to be having right now? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the part with the severe that that told us cut off. Yeah, like, where'd you get that? We don't even want to know. I'm like, you don't have a, a drawer full of these, do you? Like, no. Well, well, you have to do the eye too. Remember oh, the eye. The eye? Yeah, exactly. He's like, leave the, keep eye. the eye back, and then of course he's like, no, no, no. Give just, it to me. Just keep the eye. So one morning he's gonna wake up like I'm not gonna. I don't have my eye, and he's just cracking up <laughs> by himself. Like, What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> okay. That was course, such... Well, that's the thing, though. We're gonna remember this. This will shoot back to the front. You know, when they're at the campfire and the uh, Ravage come to get Kit Rocket. Yeah, it's only Rocket, Nebula, and Groot. Yeah, of course, Nebula Groot, uh... tricks Groot into letting her go. Yeah, letting her go. Yep. Bad idea. And of course, that's when Cra- uh, Craglin, you know, they capture him, and there, and it founds out that they were they had a deal to go get Star Lord to turn him. Yeah. And turn them into the, the solvents, yep. And get a lot of money. Yeah, but then you know, uh, Yondu was like, "I'm not about to turn the Guardians of the Galaxy for rain." Like, yeah, I thought he was right too. The, but then, the, this is when the mutiny happened. Yeah, but the Revenge just wanted the money. Yeah, the Revenge just wanted the money. And but then Yondu he wanted Kraglin to keep protecting. Right yeah, Kraglin doesn't understand why he keeps letting Star Lord off. Yes, nobody does because he never talks nobody. about it. I know, and then see, so Kraglin kind of betrays his captain. Yes, because he, he was apart. tired too. Yeah. yeah, he was tired, and he just he trades betrayed his captain, and of course the mutiny happens, and they kill everybody that's loyal to him except right. for Crack. They wouldn't have gotten to uh, him uh, unless uh, Nebula didn't shoot him in the head. Remember that he shot the yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna hold them all off. But yep. still, basically, I mean, it's him against everybody. And the thing with the coin comes back, so he eats it like it's not ripe. <laughs> they keep oh, yeah. telling her. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, because we keep seeing her trying to eat something. Yeah, eat something, yeah. They keep kicking her food away. Yes. And it's not right. she gets it, eats it, it's nasty. So they were actually doing her a favor, you know? Like, it's not right, yeah, don't eat this. They were doing her a bigger favor because they didn't ever give her anything to eat. Yeah. I mean, she was kind of hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why she flew off in a huff. She was hangry. <laughs> the poem was her... really funny, too. And she was like, gave her a sneakers. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was really funny. That was really funny when Craig was asking, like, so what are you going to do with your share of the money? Well, after I kill uh, my sister, right? I'm going to buy all the weapons you can buy and kill Daniels. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, maybe a pretty necklace or something and make the girls like, ooh. <laughs> the poem was so weird. <laughs> it's like something nice. Yeah. Was... You know, they pushed everybody out the... the... The airlock. Yeah. Except for Cracklin. And Cracklin realizes he made a mistake. Yeah. And uh, actually, Nebula was the, actually kind of the one who saved Yondu, right? Because she was the one who yeah. told him, like, because Yondu's wanted in so many, you know, systems. Yeah. Because they were going to kill Yondu. They yeah, they were going to kill him all. Yep. And of course, he's like, you just need to trade him. And of course, they're going to give him back to the Kree. Yes. And the Kree are buttholes. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or not. Not yet. But yeah, then we like, find out the Kree uh, buttholes from the first one, because Ronan. Yeah, well, Ronan was a loose cannon, but the yeah. Kree basically are just kind of jerks. Yep. They're not all psych- uh, psych- 
psychopaths like uh, Ronan. Ronan. Like Ronan. Ronan is a creed nut job. Yeah. I mean, he's like a. He just needs some mental health. When we he saw that Nova call lady talk to one of the creed, he wasn't even being nice either. Well, we were signing yeah. a treaty, right? Yeah. Do- I mean, the creed are just like better than everybody. So they're like a lower level of the solid. Well, they own slaves too. They like to get alien races and make them slaves, and they make them fight against each other. That's oh. what they did to Yondu. They love to get humans, give them superpowers, so they can watch them fight against other. Whoa, interesting. Yeah, they're just, they're just. I mean, they're kind of like to me. They remind me of the Romans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Way back, you know, in history. Yes. Not the current, not the current Romans. So yeah, yeah so it's kind of like a, a mirror of history, right? We just write it into a yeah, story. Well, yeah. yeah, they're just kind of like these guys, and they get people and make slaves and watch them fight and they have a good time. Yes. And they put weird paint on themselves and wear weird clothes. So <laughs> basically, uh, stay away from the Kree Empire, okay? Because they're just jerks. <sighs> You're flying through space. Stay with the Nova Corps. <laughs> How'd you like uh, David Hasselhoff start doing a cameo? Oh, oh, I loved it. Plus, he did you see? You should watch. The, there's a music video. He did a song for this, and he also did a music video. No, I didn't see it. You didn't see the music video? Is it in a bonus feature? Oh, I usually watch it, but I didn't. I passed well, on they, this one. Well, I got they. They had it on the internet after the movie came out. They had it on the internet. That's where I watched. Oh it. no, I didn't see it. On the uh, deal, I saw it somewhere else. And of course, you hear the song. The song is at the end where the credits are rolling. Yes. Which is also cool because when you're sitting at the theater and you got to watch all the credits, because yep. you got to watch all the way to the very end, and that's the thing. I know a lot of people still get out of theater. I'm like, apparently you never seen a Marvel movie because there's. Oh, always... I watch all. Uh, yeah, I watch like the last thing well, was I the know, creation. I go watch them. You see all these people get up and thinking, "Where are you going?" Especially there's <sighs> Spider-Man, No Way, No uh, Far From Home. Yes. No, no. Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. I remember watch that and all these people got up and I was like, "It's Captain America." Oh yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> I, I... The thing is, I noticed in the credits, we were watching the credits, it shows all kinds of, you know, it shows little bubbles with people. Yes. The credits is very, the credits are worth watching. On yes, this. on this one, yes. But I noticed they had, uh, what's his name? It appears in Thor, the next Thor movie, before it even came out. Who? Uh, the Grandmaster. He, oh, was he in one of those? Yes, he is. He's in one of the bubbles. Uh, I forgot what his name is at the moment. The only reason I saw, I knew him because, you know, a member of Jurassic Park, but yes. he was in all these commercials lately about uh, apartments.com. And I thought, I saw him in the bubble. And I was like, what's Jeff, Jeff Gold, Goldblum doing in a bubble? Okay. So when I watched Thor Ragnarok, right? Like when I came out of the theater, the first thing I thought is like, wow, this ties in with Guardians of the Galaxy really well. Yes. Well, because they're all in space. Yeah, and the, the, the comedy, like the, the, the fun factor from Thor Ragnarok to Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, and this is the thing, though. This is gun stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. This guy's crazy, dude. I didn't notice that Jeff Goldblum was in one of those yes, uh, end credits. He's in one of the bubbles. And there's somebody else I couldn't recognize, but I think it was David Hasselhoff. But I saw Jeff Goldblum, and I, was, I wasn't even sure if that was him yet. We oh, because him. we didn't know yet at that time. I'm sure that was Jeff Goldblum I saw in the bubble. Oh. Because, I mean, I see him in the commercials for the apartments.com or whatever he's in. Yeah. All the time. I was like, that looks like Jeff Goldblum. What's he doing? And then, of course, boom. And he's in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's funny. Of course. So that's so that's, that's awesome. Plus, we also find out, you know, if we go back to the movie, we found out that Ego, when he takes him to this planet, he has Mantis with him. Yes. We need to talk about Mantis. Yeah, introducing another character. She becomes one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And what is she, her powers? Well, she's an alien, alien, but she, her powers is emotions, right? Yes, emotion. 
which is awesome. Right. Because she touches you, and she could tell you. Good thing she don't take your powers away like Rogue. But if she touches you. She could tell you your emotion, and she can also introduce an emotion to. Yeah, you. she could introduce emotion, and she could also take your emotion to uh, on herself. Yes, that awesome. is really cool. But then, but it's also one how is that a fight factor? Like you know, if she's in a fight, right? She well, just has to touch you. I guess if she sneaks up on you, she make you love. You her. know, well the other she thing is she make Gamora, like Gamora was upset. Remember, she grabbed her. Gamora grabs her, and then oh, she's yeah. like, "You're scared," and she's like, "Oh my god, what's happening to me?" That's a yeah. really good defense mechanism. Well, I mean, she's, I mean, she can help you go to sleep. So why do you think Ego wanted to keep her? Remember, uh, Mantis said about like, would you let yeah. fleas onto your, you know, onto your yeah, back? Yeah, they also called her, basically, she's his pet. Yes. Because he doesn't, because we find out that he doesn't like, well, remember he tells the story, he went and found life. He was, uh, we found out he's a celestial, which is a big deal. Yes. Which, when he says celestial, I guess you should already know. Probably a bad guy. Because yes. I think Galactus is a celestial. I could be wrong. Actually, I don't think he is. But I think by their standard now, he will be. Oh, but on this, yeah, on but this. We already trend. saw the only. We already saw a celestial in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The giant head. Oh. Yes. It says celestial. Yes. Yeah, the giant but head. I remember the four. Everybody's the... living it. So everybody's living inside of a dead celestial. Oh. So we got another celestial. Of course, he, his story right then is he went out to space, he found life, and it wasn't interesting at all. Yeah, so, okay, so when he explained that, right, and also when he said he was Celestial, they paused. Drex, um, uh, Peter, and Gamora paused. And just, when Peter said, like, you mean like a god? Then they're trying to downplay it. He said, small g. Remember? <laughs> Not the, yeah, the small yeah. g, you know, like, man, you know he could yeah. control a lot of stuff. Yeah, we, yeah, it's, it's weird, but... But yeah, Mantis. I guess I don't know why he keep. Well, he kept her around because he had so many ideas. He kind of, he kind of. I may. He probably extended the life form of the body that left. Oh. Because she's not ever making the planet go to sleep. She's making that body go to sleep. Oh, that body that Kurt Russell is in. Yeah, I mean, His we eventually see her extent of her power. She does slow down the ego. Yes. When she touches the planet, but I'm thinking he's keeping it for the, the help the body. Oh. He probably is not even in the body form when when they're there. No, he's not. Guardians there. Yeah, he probably just goes back in because I mean the body's just something for you to understand. Yeah. I mean, if he was showed, I mean, he couldn't show up as a planet. No, he's a pre- uh, the body's the presenter. Yeah, the body is a presenter. It's like a a, it's like it's like a herald, like Galactus sends out Silver Surfer. Yes, yes, yes. Or what was that Nova or what was her? I forgot the girl. He sends out a lot of people. Yes. So basically, this guy's got a herald too, and it's just a piece of his body that he sends out oh. in a form that makes Peter happy. But yeah, that's because uh, this is where we see a uh, David Hasselhoff's body because he goes, "Well, do you prefer this one?" Yeah. Plus, we also hear the story why we see David Hasselhoff because I like him more. Pronounce his name wrong. <laughs> He's yeah, like, what? Because <laughs> Quill, Quill thinks what well, used to tell people that was his dad. Yeah, that's his dad because he doesn't know his dad. Yeah, and Kit was his best friend. So, <laughs> so we get the story. So we already know that oh, this is not may, may not be good. I'm but surprised I Kevin Bacon wasn't a cameo in this. <laughs> but they already moved on from talking about Kevin Bacon. Hey, for now, because they now, come yeah, back in Infinity War. I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, Kevin Bacon, like Kevin Bacon. 
that's the thing though. You know, Mantis is thinking about telling them, telling them what's really going well, on. Well, telling Drax. I thought I thought those strange that she um, bonded with Drax. Well, well, Drax liked her. Yeah. Well, I, I guess he liked her. I don't know if he liked her or not because he kept calling her ugly. It's hard to tell. Well, because he was afraid she was coming on to him because he she binds yeah. with him better. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, plus he's like, yeah, uh, you're hideous. Yeah, you're hideous. And, and you need a woman with some uh, meat on her bones. One of the best scenes in the movie, though, is when she, when Mantis shows them the powers. Yes. Yeah, she and she's like, you feel love. You feel like, oh, yeah, I feel you know, general form of love. Yeah, she points at Gamero for her. Of course, Drax, Drax starts laughing. He laughs so hard. He's like, do me, do me, do me next. <laughs> Do one of those on me. <laughs> she, she puts it out. You know, I really wanted to know what Gamora was thinking when Mantis trying to uh, grab her. Like, you you touch me and you lose the hand. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> she probably felt something. Because she was probably afraid that she, that they, she, she would uh, say Tell, that. yeah. Because it would make them feel weak, right? That's the thing of this movie. Like, Yandu yeah, doesn't want to make it feel like he's weak. And Rocket doesn't want to make it feel like yeah. he has feelings. Yeah, he just... Pry, man. Yeah. But of course, you know, where are we at? They're on the planet. And of course, you know, this is when when Quill learns how they start using powers. And, yes. and then, turn, of course, he turns him into a big old battery, too. Yep. Also tells him the story about his mom. Yeah, see, that was the thing that he wanted to hear. He asked, like, why did you leave her and things like that. Yeah. And of course, he tries to butt him up. And then, of course, he says the wrong thing, like, oh, yeah put a tumor in your mom's head. Yeah, I thought it was like, I thought it was really weird because his eye was all dilated and when he said that, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, whoa. Of course, while he's figuring out the truth, other people figure out the truth. Well, Nebula comes down and this was when we learned all about Nebula and then they they, they bond and become sisters and they yes. find all the dead bodies. Oh, I know. When they were trying to get out, they find all the dead bodies. bodies. The whole city, that little town there, that little building there is all built on top of dead bodies. Yeah, and then that's when um they they we Google back with Mantis and Drex because now ne uh, Nebula uh Gamora really want to know what the heck is this place. Yeah, well yeah, she can come back and then she got to find Mantis, and of course we, we come across that where she you're scared. Yes, <laughs> that's something you don't really say to Gamora, but. <laughs> oh yeah, when I first saw that, I was like, what? The oh, she made her scared. Cause he touched, she touched um, Mantis. Yeah, but no, I think, I think, well, no, I think she Gamora was already f f scared. She was already worried. Oh no, I see it as where um, Mantis to defend herself. She made Gamora scared. Cause Gamora was, was confused. She was like, "What is happening to me?" Cause yeah, Mantis made her I, feel that. Really, you think that? I, I kind of yeah. actually thought that like she was asking the question because she was already worried about it. Cause she already had a bad feeling about this. Guy. Oh, and then uh, I think Mantis uh, enhanced it. Maybe she did. I don't know. I thought because I that was the she... first time Gamora touched uh, Mantis. Yeah. Well, I I took it as she felt uh she when Gamora attacked her because Gamora attacked her out of fear. Oh no. She and she pointed out to Gamora and Gamora doesn't want anybody to know that she's scared. Yeah, and then she enhanced it because she was like, "What the hell's happening to me?" Yeah. Gamora. Yeah, well, maybe she never realized she's been scared before. Yep. And that was the part, like, um, when Nebula pointed out, like, you guys are not friends. Yeah, you're right. We're family. Yeah, we're family. Yep. That, uh... they, they, you know what? They, they even had that conversation between uh, Gamora and uh, Peter. About, like, this guy seems too good to be true. You yeah. know, Peter's always yeah, looking for family. Of course, of course, Peter's like, yeah, hey, I found something good. And he gets yep. all mad. He gets all mad, yep. 
and the dad says, hey, I saw your girlfriend walk off from the huff. <laughs> Didn't so, Peter try to compare it to um, some kind of reference and Gamora has no idea what he's talking about? Exactly. exactly. Well, we also get a plan. We get the plan. The whole yeah. plan is... To wipe out existence, right? Yeah, he wants to replace everybody with him. So it turns out he put a pl- he put plants on every planet he went to. So he doesn't like to me. He has powers to do that, but he doesn't have enough powers to wipe out the entire universe. So his power is limited in a way. Well, he needed more, a little more extra power, and Quill was his extra power. Or any offspring, he might have. So yeah, that's well, possible yeah. offspring. He still have offsprings out there, kind of like Quill. I don't think he did. I think he got, got everybody, and he already killed them all. Because remember, oh, he says, so? well, he said that Quill was the only one, the only one that has to uh, all, like share the same yeah, offspring. But as I him. was pretty sure he killed everybody already. Oh, so Quill was the last I'm hope. Thinking, I'm thinking Yondu got everybody, and probably other people did. Hey, I was trying to do my Star Wars reference. I said so. Oh. Quill was the last hope. Oh. Yeah, Quill was the last hope. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Kill my Star Wars moment. Oh, well, I hope <laughs> I didn't cut your hand off. <laughs> which, which is a big reference on our next movie, okay? Spider-Man. That's a big the Star Wars reference here. I'm trying to start it in this episode. It's the big, it's, I don't know there's a big Star Wars reference. Oh, you'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Star Wars references. Woo-hoo. We don't get enough of those in a Marvel movie. No, we don't. Actually, kind of this one remind we me of... Get, we get them in every movie. The the, the movie posters. Yeah, we do them every movie. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. 30 Rock. Why don't you just stick a lot Lego Star Wars people in every movie somewhere in a hidden scene? Dang it, do I have my Stormtroopers here? No, I don't. I do. I got mine behind me. <laughs> so, I'll probably hide them for my son. <laughs> <laughs> Because he wants my... Oh, yeah, I did. I put him all the way up here. Uh, a Lego a Lego Stormtrooper and an actual uh, Stormtrooper toy. Like a father wow. and son figure, yeah. Out of all the things in that room that I could see that I could read, that they could reach, it's the Star Wars guys you gotta hide. Yes. Because huh. it's a Lego character. My son, uh, my younger one, is really into Legos. Well, who isn't? <laughs> I, oh, I built a Lego table. Did you know that? Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. I've gone through so much stuff, right? I know we're getting off topic. I bought an Ikea table. Then I bought those plates, right? And yeah. I told her, oh, let me uh spray some kind of adhesive. That didn't work. Those, those, green, those green plates? Yes. So you know what I use, man, to make it the flattest? I use carpet tape. Oh. Yeah. So in oh, case you want to build a Lego table for yourself in the future, use carpet tape, okay? Okay. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, Oh, now back to that. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I built my Lego's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry we went on to the Lego rant. Yeah, like, we went so far. We went from Star Wars to Legos to building a Lego table. Yeah. But hey, everything's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is funny. Richard has Chris Pratt. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Chris Pratt. He plays Emmett, right? Yes, he does. He plays Emmett. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. All these things are tying together now. It's some kind of weird Twilight Zone. Somebody's going to get stuck in the Phantom Zone. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> I just referenced uh, Twilight Zone. You referenced uh, Phantom Zone. That is so strange. <laughs> what other zones are there? Uh, <sighs> shoot, I don't know. Parking Zone. Loading Zone. <laughs> okay. 
Well, we yeah. Now they gotta go get they gotta go get Quill. They gotta go get, get Quill because they, they yeah. But we we went back to we saw where uh, they escaped you. Uh, Yondu and Rocket. Yeah, Yondu and Rocket. They start shooting yeah, up we, in that room. They killed everybody. Yep. They saved Taserface for last. Yeah, of course, because you know he calls. Hey, when of course Taserface before he dies, he already knows he's gonna die. So of course he gives the location to yeah. the uh, the solvent uh, people so they will you know yeah, get him. Yeah, I was about to say the Supremes, <laughs> sovereigns, to tell them where they're at because he's a jerk. Yes. I mean, of course, he has his taser face. Which is crazy. Like, like the scene battle. Like, you know, everybody go back to... It's like a role-playing game, right? You split up your party for a bit, and then you got to go back for the final yeah, battle. in the same room, yeah. It's very Final Fantasy, because I played, like, Final Fantasy three a lot. And when I was a kid, and you have a party of, like, 12 people, right? So you get to divide them into three groups. And this is exactly like that, right? It's like, yeah. group... Um, Rocket and Yandu, and you have the other people, and then but you just have Quill, the leader, with the bad guy. Yeah, and you gotta go save him. Yep. Because I mean, come on, it's just Quill. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole time, I was going to talk about that. This whole time, Quill didn't know that he was kind of immortal. For now, remember? Because no, yeah, yeah, father, but that but we don't know this is true. We don't know if his father is telling him the truth. But remember, he keeps pointing out to him as long as this planet's here. Yeah. You have power. Yeah. You're immortal. But if this planet goes, you're immortal. I'm wondering if he's lying to him to tell him just, just to stop. Just keep me alive. Yeah. Stop him or, or if he's telling the truth. So during that fighting, did you think that Krill was already more powerful than Ego? Because he's doing stuff think, with his I don't heart. Really think he, I don't really think he is more powerful than Ego. Oh, just, just Ego? He... I think it's his anger. It's, oh. What he said? You don't ever kill my mom. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I mean, yeah, he's mad. Plus, you know, like like it's been pointed out, uh, his dad put a tumor in his mom's brain and killed her. Yeah, he put a bomb in his dad's brain and killed him. Yes, but of course he didn't actually do it. Groot did it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that part was scene. great. Oh, I love that scene where they got the 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 bomb, and of course I don't know why it's got two buttons. Oh, I was questioning the same thing. But he put the button on there anyways to uh to end game, you know, like to quickly to resolve everything. Yeah, I guess quickly to resolve everything. Yeah, that's the death button. I like how they um they pointed that out too, and Rocket and uh, Krill was on that uh, that hole. Like, well, is this too hard for us to squeeze through? Like, well, <laughs> like, yeah, this is not gonna go great. <laughs> yeah, Chris, because I mean, Quill's thinking about his days when he was a little kid. Yes, the, the, the Ravagers used him because he's little skinny. Yep, this good for Steven. Yeah, good for Steven. <laughs> Of course, they said it's a group, and of course, you know, he's, they're looking for the tape. I love that. Oh, they that's the him. funniest part because they want to put a tape, tape over the tape. button. Like, what is that going to do? Like, did you ask Nebula for tape? Well, Nebula <laughs> sitting right next to Yondu. So, like, so you didn't ask her directly? <laughs> I'm sure she would have answered. <laughs> you have a bomb. Whoever's going to have tape is going to be you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's always got something in his little backpack. Of course, <sighs> they're arguing. Group grabs the bomb and runs off. Yeah, it runs off like, oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> of course, we got to remember the Sovereign showed up. And yes! Right when they were about to drill into the brain, right? And yeah, then the Sovereign showed up. Yeah, the Sovereign shows up with their little video arcade people. Yes, the vertical screen. You know, remember the screens are vertical, too, so don't forget that yeah. from the 80s. Yeah, 
I know because now if you play those on a plasma screen, it, it looks stupid. Yeah, I know. I, I like yeah, this yeah. game does that. This game is a four three screen, right? It's a square screen. So I play like nineteen forty two, like Dig Dug, Pac Man. It's gun smoke. Yeah, it's yes, it's narrow. I was like, oh man, I don't like that. Oh no, I'm like, oh man. So it doesn't matter. Like you can get a sixty inch TV because I have a sixty five inch right here, and I play the arcade game. It's still, it's like if I turn this twenty four inch monitor vertical, it's that size. Well, maybe not that small, but like it's still narrow and small. It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, since we talk about arcade games, remember that punch when they they have all those rock around themselves, like Ego and Crow. Uh, Crow was Pac Man. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. What he? Well, what what, what he matches himself to something? Yeah, they imagine themselves something. He makes a, a giant Pac Man character because I like it because he also alludes to the deal. Because remember when he tells his dad. His dad tells him, you got the power, you can build anything. He goes, yes. really? You can build anything? He goes, I'm a little giant statue of Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. <laughs> was it like He-Man stuff? He goes, I am going to build some weird crap. Man. He's like, I'm going to build head of luck later. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of crap. He's like, I am going to build some weird crap. Here. I would have done the same thing. Like, I would build like, stuff that I love. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I mean, come on. There'd be statues of Iron Man. All <laughs> well, statue of Mephus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd also have all kinds of crap. Oh, gosh. Man, I would have to build a couple plants just to hold all the crap that I'd make. Yes. Just like, yeah, I need all my own planet. Yeah, get ready because I'm about to build a, a solar system with all my oh. So, what was the father and son thing between Yandu and uh, Quill? Well, the, the, that's the thing, though. Okay, because, you know, he's killing his dad's stuff. But, of course, you know, when they blow up the planet, they finally do go through the giant fight deal. Well, they almost do the deal. And, of course, it's when he starts to realize Yondu meant more to him. Yeah, like his daddy. Right? The they use that reference. Because yeah. the ship blows up. Yeah. Well, that's when they're leaving the planet. But, but, the, but they start bonding during the fight. Yes. And him start bonding. Because you finally realize, this guy's always had my back, actually. You're right. When he he said like, man, you look like Mary Poppins. So exactly. when when he asked him like, was he cool? Because he looks at Yandu like, hell yeah, he's cool. Exactly. Right yep. then, that's when he's like, this guy is always in the yeah. back. And of course, the fight goes on. Of course, they all back with the planet, and they leave Quill behind with Yandu. Yeah. And then everybody's like, you know, everybody doesn't. Even Rocket doesn't. Rocket because Rocket. yeah, Rocket they have a space suit and he has a uh, flight a uh, jetpack. Yeah, and he gives it to Yondu, and he goes, only got one of each. Yeah, one of each. And, and so um, when, like, when Gamora yeah. was sad, too, when it was Quill. Oh, everybody was, because, I mean, because even, you know, because Rocket finally, because Rocket was like, I hope I could watch him die or something. Well, no, he wanted to save him just so he could hold over him. Remember? Yep. And he says, you're like me, boy. Yeah, he is. Tells him, tells him that whole, gives him the whole deal, and, of course, Rocket realizes. And and, and we realize that he this stuff. He shouldn't be putting big turds in uh, Quill's bed. <laughs> This is um, this is also uh, the when we realized this version of Groot likes to cuss us a lot. He said, "What did he say?" He said, "Welcome to the freak, freaking galleons of the galaxy." <laughs> Only he didn't say freaking. Man, we got yeah. we got to talk to you about your language. <laughs> that always remind me of Kenny from so far. Like he basically he say whatever he wants, but all two D two, we just don't know what he says. We find yeah. out what they say to other people's yeah. conversations. You know it's bad because they keep beeping it out. Yes. Watch your detail. Like, hey, what's your language? Yeah, what's your language? Because <laughs> even Luke tells him, like, language or two. <laughs> 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 it's always I mean, cussing. 
foul mouth little droid. He is, is, like, because you don't know what he's saying, right? And that's how they get away with it on a PG-rated movie. But hey, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to break the magic for you. Yeah. Uh, he's not really saying anything. No, he's not. It's just, it's just, not it's even just fun. In the script, I know. It's just some beeps. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined it for you. <laughs> I mean, I know you went through life thinking that R two D is really cussing this. I do I that know. with my dog now. I just make up whatever he. Yeah, it was a funny guy inside R two. Oh, then the, and then on the new movies, it's a robot. Oh wow, how fun! Oh, I crushed your dreams. Oh, like a can, like a new Coke. <laughs> so it's like the self checkouts. Yeah, like the self checkout. Oh my god! But the greatest scene is. Okay, they escape the planet. Well, of course, everybody, because remember, Gamora gets, was going to go save him. Yeah, and, and Rocket course, search her. That was a good scene, too. He's like, I lost, I, I only can lose one friend today. Exactly. I can only afford to lose one friend today. Yeah. That was a good line. That was a good line. This is a great movie. Everybody, everybody in the ship's like, where's Quill? Even yeah. Drax. Even Drax, like, where's Quill? And then they need to fly off. Yeah, they fly off. And then, of course, they defeat him. And then and that's when we see the scene where Yondu grabs quill and takes him to space so do you think it was the uh that bomb with those batteries that kills ego yes yeah right because you know that's what rocket yeah, put I mean, together he's I mean, like the he macgyver he beat him down pretty good but of course they stun him they blow him up i mean if if they didn't if they would have blown him up he, they would he would have killed them all yeah he would have killed them all I mean, we would never seen the the scene with Drax and the nipples. Remember, we see what all the plants do. Remember, the plants explode and they 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 come out and they yes. eat Dairy Queen. They eat the Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, on the planet. I didn't notice this until later, though. That there's a minivan running away from trying to drive away from the deal. Yeah. It's uh, Quill's grandfather from the first movie. Really? He's in the van trying to get away. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes. Hey, you, you did notice Howard the Duck was in this movie. Right? Yes. It was about with the Ravengers scene. Yes. Yeah. Howard the Duck was there. Yeah. But yeah, they're trying to get away. But the thing is, I point out the uh, growth because it showed it on the plant with the Nova Corps. Yeah. It was pretty big on some of these plants. I'm thinking, how did the Avengers not notice this? So maybe it didn't happen. Well, there's got to be something that happened on Earth, right? That was a scene uh, with that town. Like you said, like... Yeah, I mean, was the shield still around? Who was around? I mean, did Ooh. this happen in that town? I mean, come on, this is a big deal. Maybe it just happened in that uh, Missouri, the little town in Missouri. Well, I'm sure. I'm thinking it did. But yeah. I'm still thinking that's a pretty big event. It is. They never talked about it. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, this is before all the other crap happens on Earth. Right. But this is after what? After the Battle of New York. After Battle of New York, before Civil War. Oh, this is several years. Yeah, this is uh, around that time, I think. Like yeah, Age of Ultron time, probably. Two years before. This is two years before. Yeah, I'm like, the Avengers would have noticed. The Avengers would have been together. I'm like, what kind of crap is this? Oh, but then it, it, it stopped, so they didn't worry about it. That's the thing. Oh, but you want to know where that came from. Yeah. They probably studied it. Because it could happen again. What if it starts growing again? Because it grew and then it stopped. Oh, well, I'm just saying there's a there's a storyline there. That... So that's the plot hole you're pointing out to me. Yeah, it's a plot hole. That's an actual plot hole. It's not but, like the plot hole. But that during that scene, right, they show out. a lot of alien planets, though. Was there any, like, relevance to you that you've seen, that you caught? 
No, not yet. I mean, because they also showed a lot of alien planets when, or they're supposed to be showed alien planets when they, you know, they do their time, their jump, their space jump. Mm-hmm. They go through several solar systems. Oh, yeah, that's those, right. But there's a lot of those were Cree space, you know. And of course, we get to see the Watchers just for that one part. Yo, but, for that Stanley part. Well, it's also the, yeah, we get to see Stanley, plus we get to see the Watchers. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know who the Watchers are. No. So. They overlook well, yeah, everything. If you're a Marvel guy, you should know who the Watchers are. I have the comic book cards. Of course I do. Yeah, so we know who the Watcher is. So we guess because I mean, eventually we're going to see the Watcher. I'm pretty sure because I think that's his voice. If you saw the trailer or the uh, teaser for uh, What If? Oh yeah, the cartoon series. I think series, it shows yeah. a glimpse of him when he's telling the story. I gotta watch that again then, because uh, Loki comes out next Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's only six episodes, also, so I can't wait. I... And you know what? Before you know it, Black Widow comes out next month. Yeah, Black Widow here. A month. But we, get, we, but we, I guess we're beating around. We should just get back to the. That's uh, right. The Subject at hand. Yeah, one of the hardest scenes in the movie. It's, it's a, it's a tearjerker in a way. So be. yeah, it's, it is a huge tearjerker because he kills his father and his daddy at this is in the same moment. Well, this is yeah, because we need to get to the scene where you're talking about the line. Yes. He goes. He may have been your. What do you say? He may he have been, been your father, but he ain't your daddy. Him, yeah. yeah. And of course, it doesn't have a flashback. When was the flashback? Because it shows a flashback of Yandu. The uh, Yandu are teaching him how to shoot. Yeah. Like a young crew, yeah. Show him how to do stuff. And all this stuff. Of course, we, we also get that earlier in the movie where he says, you always turn to eat me. <laughs> just, that was just funny. That's not funny to me. That's <laughs> young boy. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I thought it was funny in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> that these boys trying to eat you. <laughs> they never yeah. tasted Terran before. Yeah, but in a way, I, I guess you can say a lot of the things came back to bite Yondu in a way, but then he made up for it. He made up for it because yeah, our rockets send the uh, signal to all we, the other ones. Yeah, well, we, we see Yondu die. Of course, Quill's like, I mean, he sacrificed himself to save Quill. Yep. That's, that was the point. He's, he, the whole, he did it. For all the crap that he did, he, he saved Quill. He saved Quill, and also he saved something that Quill would love, that Microsoft Zune. We got to talk about well, that. Yeah, he had that sitting around. That was like one of those Christmas presents, you know, you, you also your family. <laughs> they sit around, around Joe, the right time. Quill. Yeah, like February or something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Hold on, hold on, let me find it. <laughs> yeah, let me find it. Oh, by the way, I hope you... And then on the opening, it's kind of out of date sometimes. <laughs> I thought it was so funny when they point out the Microsoft yeah. Zune. Exactly. It's like that Nintendo cartridge that you get somebody gives you in uh, year two thousand. It's like, uh now I gotta find a Nintendo. Yes. It's like three hundred yeah, three hundred songs, songs or something. I like it. The best thing it says is everybody on Earth's listening to one. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, iPod was not that popular at all. No, I, I forgot about those things, you know. My first yeah. MP3 player was made by Creative Labs. Remember that company? Yeah, that sounds familiar. If they make a sound cards for computers was a long time ago. It. Yes, that's exactly. That's where I heard it. Yep. Sound cards, Creative Labs. Yeah, I don't remember their i their MP3. Player. Yeah, they have an like 80 gig uh, drive, so oh, I bought yeah, that. It was super. Thing, old. Yeah, it's probably expensive too. Yeah, it's a super on my. I just remember when Apple stuff came out. Yep. Yeah, I do remember the Zoom. Like people keep pushing it, but I'm like. Microsoft is trying to compete. They're too late. Yeah. They're too late. Microsoft. I didn't have a Zoom. 
I remember Zoom though they offered a program because I got that phone the uh, okay I had a the phone I got was a Walkman I got a Walkman phone Sony phones yeah yeah Sony Ericsson Sony I remember. Ericsson yeah. yeah and it was actually a Walkman phone yeah and I remember I had a Zoom pro, a Zoom program on it Zoom. oh I thought it was awesome it's still but, pretty um, awesome do you still have that phone yes I do I thought because I think the phone's awesome even though when the phone come out came out just at the wrong time because the phone would have been cool if it came out earlier yeah but by the time the phone come out I'm like oh I got this awesome MP I got this MP3 player it's a Walkman and you come up hey look I got the Apple <laughs> I'm like oh what a crap. butthole right hold on it's so funny I still have these phones oh not this one the uh the old iPhones I still got them I got of course you do I mean come on dude Hey. Look, but you're still using that one though. Look, yeah, the first well, one. Shows you where I'm at. The yeah. first iPhone. <laughs> you know, I gotta get a new one because this is the third one. I, I still, you have. I, 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 well, I think I have the three G or three GS. I can't remember, but it's the same phone you got. And yeah. The yeah. four and the five. I'm gonna have to modernize. But nothing, nothing awesome has come out. You know. You know how you always got the phones always to sell them. There was always something awesome, like 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 the Walkman. Like the Walkman was to sell it. it was yeah, awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the Apple comes out. Oh, yeah. And then they make a bigger screen. Yeah. Now it's like everything's the same. It's been the same for several years. I'm like. Well, I'm they just, they tried the wireless charging technology. Yeah. Well, they also did the thing, the phone with the, what was it? The Motorola with the camera on it. I can't remember, remember that, that one. one. They had some kind of weird commercial on there. They always said this phone. Oh, they said like 28 megapixels or something. And I was like, that's yeah. too much megapixels for a phone. I remember that commercial. Yeah, but somebody told me it sucked, so I didn't get one. Yeah, no one talked about that. They came out with the Razer again with the bendable screen. Yeah. What happened to that technology? I'm still waiting for the phone that like Stark has. <laughs> oh, that, that little hologram thing that comes up? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. I want the one that's in my skin. I want the phone that's in my hand. <laughs> like from the new Total Recall. Like, exactly. Oh. So I could touch glass and tables and stuff. Man, but they I talk would, like this, yeah. Yeah. I would have to have you call me, though, just so I could uh, use it in front of people. Okay, so, so like, let's... Hey, I need you to call me in 10 minutes. I'm going to be around people. Let's talk about the end of the movie. So they die. They do the funeral. The Ravagers showed up. Yes. To do the, awesome. uh, the fireworks, I yeah. guess. Yeah, well, they do. Well, remember, because in the early in the movie, they told him that he'll never get a Ravager funeral or anything, mm -hmm. honors and all that stuff. Because they didn't know. Of, yeah, and the rocket is the one that let send out the yeah tell everybody. So of course they burn his body, they shoot it out, and they have a giant show. And of course, that's when a uh, Pete sits down with Baby Groot and plays the music to it. Yes, yeah, the zoom, the the, the play from the zoom, yeah. yeah. And that was a confusion, like. Cause um, Crank Cracklin called Peter Captain. Yeah, he does call him Captain. He calls him Captain because he assumed that Krill was gonna take over like the Sat Sat Ravengers, like you know, over Yandu's group, right? Well, Rav no, because you know why? I just call I him Captain because well, because I'm just Crag because I guess he was just the uh, respect. Respect. He's not gonna take over the Ravengers group because uh, no, because he's after his own thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's only one Ravager left and in his group now. It's and he gave him the arrow. Yes, he did. He gave him the arrow. And that's a good scene because remember when he's trying to practice, he puts the thing on his head, he's whistling. Yeah, and then he stabs Drex. <laughs> yeah, he oh! And of course, he just runs off. 
He's like, he's whistling, he walks off. That was actually the scene right before the credits came on. Yes. So, but I count that right before, like, the credits came on, because then it was Sylvester Stallone talking to the Ravenger about, like, you know, let's do some shit. <laughs> That's so funny. I know I try to keep these podcasts PG-13, right? So I said that for still PG-13. But, like, yeah, you're right. I still, I would want to see the movie just about the Ravengers, right? We don't want to see it. We don't want to see it in the 80s PG-13 movie. No. <laughs> and then, um... What's the other scene? That Groot is already a teenager. But yeah, the later scene shows him, yeah, where he walks in the room. He plays the he plays with that arcade game or like a little handheld game. He's playing that arcade game. All you have to do is what are you telling him? You need to clean up your room. Yes, this is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I'm not boring. You're watch your mouth, mister. Let's pick up all these twigs and roots and stuff. Oh, what was the other cutscenes? I mean, oh, since them. I'm talking about that game, right? I want to talk to you about the device in the beginning of the movie. Did you oh, recognize yeah, what that was? Yes, there was the football. I never. They came out when I was really young. Yeah, but I remember people having them. What is that? Almost like the thing. oh, it's it's a it was a handheld arcade. Uh, it was a football game. Oh, because you see how it's round. Yeah, it's round like that. It's like the stadium. It's like a stadium. And then in the middle was the screen, and it had little dots, and you you how you play football. So I, I recognize football. a scheme of some kind, right? But he's using well, it as some football, kind of radar. Talk about American football. Yeah, American football. Yes. The only kind of football there is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you know I love football. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. <laughs> Shane doesn't like sports. I hate sports. <laughs> I sports. And like I say, if you're going to play a sport, play the sport. Don't put it on video. Oh my God. You're a loser if you play football. So, why was Crew using that? Did they modify it to use it as like some kind of radar? Oh, he's playing a game. Oh, he was playing the game. So he was actually playing the game. Because I mean, the sound effects was was the game. I think they modified it a little bit, but no, it was he was playing the game. It was the sound effects. Oh, the okay. Game. He was just standing there uh, wasting time. I mean, it's probably something he had in his backpack when he got picked up by the Ravagers. Uh, yeah, for those so I'm sure they're teenage group was probably playing something that he had also. Yes, he was sitting there playing because I think those things came out in 1977. Yeah, early 80s. I know what he was. I know I've seen those uh, devices before. I know they came out before the 80s because I mean, but I've seen people have them. Yeah, and I think they they made other sports. I think they redid them, made that sports. You got one? I, no, I seen it at that Frisco uh, video game museum. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, like yeah, he's probably late seventies. People have them, almost like to think some of my older cousins had them. Because mm. I know I've seen it before. I, I never played it, but I've never seen it. Because I mean, the only thing I was interested in was Nintendo. I meant the Atari. The Atari. I was like, I don't play a little game, handheld game. I don't play the Atari, dude. <laughs> they probably use like eight batteries now. Yeah, who knows what it <laughs> I still have the old first generation Game Boy, man, that uses four double A batteries. Ooh, that's not very many batteries still. <laughs> like the what was that? What came out? Because I remember the Game Boy came out, and all of everybody's like, "Oh, and then the Genesis." What was that? The handheld. Ah, uh, uh, Game Sega Gear. Thing? The Sega Game Gear. Was it? Oh, Sega Game Gear. Yeah, it, it came used out like, six batteries because it's color. Oh. They don't care. Yeah, it was color. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, on a Game Boy. I'm like, this is what Nintendo does. Um, I have both of them in this room right now: the Game Gear and the uh, Game Boy. Yeah, well, you also got Mega Man, so. Oh, yeah. I, 
So it's not like you, your brag's really holding any weight. Um, you've, got, you've got an arcade sitting behind you. And I see a bunch of Nintendo games. For you. So I'm thinking you probably got everything made in there. <laughs> well, not everything. He was like, yeah, I got I got this. I'm like, well, of course you do, because I can see all that crap in your room. Well, I can't put everything behind me. I still have my Panasonic 3DO. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Yep. I, I don't know if it works, though. I can't find a controller. I can't find um a game. Right, get on eBay. Come on. <laughs> Those are expensive. Get this thing going. Let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> all right, so... um. And another um, credit scene was Stanley talking to the watchers. He was like, they're leaving him. And he's like, hey, who's going to give me a ride home? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he gets home because we see him more in some more movies. You know what? Is that the same Stanley desk in Thor Ragnarok later? Or they just a cameo, right? I don't know. Remember, he cuts Thor's hair. It's just cameo. Yeah, it's but just I'm cameo. Sure it's okay. the same one. I, mean, it's I thought it was one. funny. Well, basically, like they're saying, that that cameo that's supposed to be Stanley, and that's supposed to be the Stanley we see in all of the Marvel. Yeah, it's Stanley in all of them. Yes, he's so, like either playing an actor and just telling the watchers. Know, maybe it's his astral form that we see. I don't. I don't know. Is he the only person that gets to see the watchers? Because not a lot of beings get to talk to the watchers. I guess right? we could say he's kind of like, uh, yeah, not very many people see the watchers either. Yeah, but. On, they don't Stanley. interfere with other lights, like kind of like the eternal. They don't interfere yeah, with beings. Stanley, he is the creator of the universe, so, so he gets to talk to them. He gets to talk to him. He gets to do anything he wants. He's Stanley. I mean, he is kind of like the Deadpool at the moment. Oh yes, yes. He can break the fourth wall if he wants to. Break the fourth wall. Yes, he could do whatever he wants. I, I totally, I'm okay with anything. He is the only character in the Marvel universe that's aware that he is in a movie. Yes. And it's not real. Then we go to the scene with the uh, creation of Adam. Yes. We get to see the end where everybody, because uh, the sovereigns, they're obsessed. Well, I guess you can't, because basically all they want to do is like teach teach somebody a lesson. Yeah. I thought they wanted closure. Well, they got to teach somebody a lesson. They are obsessed with teaching somebody a lesson. Yes. I mean, you Getting think the job after busting all their video games, they would be done, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess there's no limit to how many drones they have. You know, she's. I guess there's a higher council because remember when the the lady comes to her, she goes. So I guess oh, we're that's about right. Using all the resources. Yeah. But I mean, she is obsessed. So she's got this uh, casket with her, or what do you call it? The the, the Egyptian casket, kind of, right? Like yeah, they got something with a with Adam. Yes. So we forgot to talk about the part when the solvents went up to um, Yandu. Remember oh, they yeah, were rolling they, the carpet and then he got a blue stuck. carpet. A blue carpet. Of course, they, <laughs> you know how they're walking. She walks just really slow, and of course, it gets stuck. It gets Yandu's stuck, thinking, and then all Yandu's, these people are just watching them. Yeah, no, Yandu's thinking, "What is this? <laughs> how would you take somebody that's how you can't even take somebody serious? It's like, hey, I want to pay you some money to go find somebody. I'll be like, yeah, I'll take your money, and I'm not gonna find this person. Yeah, because you're stupid. You walked on blue carpet and snow." <laughs> I thought that was so weird and so funny. Everything it's, it's, about this movie is great. Oh, it's so dumb. Good. Like, I want to get to the part where, like, you know, we, we didn't talk about on any of the episodes where I talked to you privately about is because the firing of James Gunn, and that's why they didn't do the Adam's Warlock story in this rest of the Phase 3. Well, we don't know that now. I mean, because we're going to get fate. We're going to get, yeah, maybe. 
I guess it did put a it threw a wrench in the gear because of something somebody said a long time ago. So I guess we got ten punish years him. ago. Well, yeah, so we're gonna punish him for something he said ten years ago. I'm like, if you're gonna punish him for something ten years ago, uh, you might want to build a time machine because he's not gonna learn anything now. Because I mean, people grow up. People people change. On. Yeah, people change. I mean, events. I mean, there's been like a whole bunch of events that's happening in the ten years. And I'm going, of course, the only thing that stood up, Drax stood up. The character, well, I'm not, I shouldn't say Drax. The actor who played Drax stood mm -hmm. up for him. So, hey, if this guy goes, I go. Yep. Like, whereas Destiny's like, hey, we can't do that. We Come on, gun. Come on back. Shoot. I'm like, what? I mean, that's just, that's crappy. It is, right? Like, you, you didn't find out thing. before they even shot the first one. But, but that's the thing, though. I mean... Should Disney be punishing people for things they say? Because we already know that they have fired the Car Carla Dune, too. Yeah. I, it's I really mean, tough, right? I, well, I don't listen to any crap they say because, I mean, they're actors. Yeah, I don't care about what they say. I, mean, like, I don't care about the their opinions. I listen right? to anything they're saying if it's in a movie sanctioned <laughs> by the company they're working for. I mean, in the real world, I don't even like the real world. Why would I give a crap what they got to say in the real world? <laughs> I mean, come on, fantasy in uh, science fiction where it's all at. I mean, yeah. Now, if they say some crap like that in the movie, I would be upset. Hey, so it's funny when you say that, right? So, you know, I'm really into Chris Pratt. I like it when he's with Anna Ferris. I didn't like it when he left Anna Ferris, but then he, he became um, the son-in-law for Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it became better for me in a way, like Chris Pratt's life. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm happy. I'm sure for it. I am very happy. He's I'm sure he. I'm sure he uh, approves that you approve. <laughs> I mean, and he's been getting. A, what did you think about all the crap that he got on the internet? Because he got a lot of crap too. Remember, everybody's like the worst Chris, calling the worst Chris. Of the, the three, judging him over his uh, re, his beliefs and so forth. Even though nobody actually even really knows the guy. Yeah, then you know what? I, actually, I have no idea what his beliefs are. Can you fill me in? I actually don't really know what his beliefs are, but they oh. told him that he, I think he goes to a church that doesn't believe in uh, gay rights and all that. Oh. So everybody's upset about that. I'm like. I know that him and Anna Ferris prayed a lot because their son was a uh, premature born, I believe. Yeah. Jack, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, if you're going to call somebody a bigot, you better not be a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the irony, isn't it? Isn't that the irony? They're like, this guy hates gay people. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna hate him you know um so i'm not texan right so i i, I still like water burger but the other thing yeah. like you know Technically, what I, you know what's really funny here long enough you can be you so be you know i really don't like i don't like chick-fil-a oh you don't like chick-fil-a it's because I'm they don't open on sunday okay so i i don't prefer chick-fil-a okay because white meat for me is really dry for my mouth and so i don't chick-fil-a right and Heather loves Chick-fil-A. So as you yeah. notice this, like I try to bring Chick-fil-A down every time, even though they have the best drive through system. They do have the best drive-thru. Because now we're talking about beliefs, right? When you go to Whataburger, you park wherever, and you hope you get your food. Yeah. So, so you know, Chick-fil-A also doesn't stand for gay rights. Because, you know, the religious thing, right? Because we're talking yeah. about beliefs and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they, they got, I mean, they, they got, they're the weirdest system. I try to play in this stupid reason, like, hey, everybody who supports Chick-fil-A, right, doesn't support gay marriage either, because <laughs> Heather eats a lot. Heather loves Chick-fil-A, so you're trying to get the boys to like Chick-fil-A. I try to get my boys to like Golden Chick. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, you're depriving your kids. <laughs> hey, golden chick is the way to be, all right? I love their yeah. gravy. Oh no. <laughs> if you like diarrhea. <laughs> oh no, I never have a problem. Golden chick is great. They have free ice cream at this place. Wait, wait, ice cream? I like ice cream. You didn't know they give you free ice cream? Well, I don't go to Golden Chick. Oh, I go to Golden Chick. I went to Golden Chick once. I didn't like it. It wasn't that great. Oh, Golden Chick is great. Their gravy alone is great. Even if though the gravy, the chicken is great. Hey, I'll take your word for it, okay? Yeah, it's great, I'm man. I'm over here eating my Chick-fil-A. I'll take your word for it. Actually, I just go to uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and get their uh, hey, sandwich. KFC is good, too. I, it used to be Popeyes, like it used to be like Popeyes oh, golden chicken, but like there's not Popeyes. There's not Popeyes. Oh, there's not Popeyes there. I know it's horrible, dude. But I can't really eat spicy, so like when I just eat the regular stuff, it's not as good, right? So I'm like, Next oh, time KFC. Spicy, I'll text you and tell you how great it is. You should. I see. I watch yeah, everybody yeah. eating except for me. Like, oh man, I miss spicy. <laughs> like, and then I'm gonna eat this ice cream because it's so spicy. I miss jalapenos. <laughs> I don't. What's that? Jalapenos. Oh, oh, oh God! I forgot. I forgot. It's a lot from Texas. But you don't know how to pronounce jalapenos. <sighs> All right, man. So this wraps it up for our Guardians of this Galaxy Volume oh, Two. I don't know. Have we named enough food restaurants? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, by the way, none of these people are our sponsors. There's just crap that we like. <laughs> There's just crap that I like to eat on not a daily basis, like once in a while. Yeah. I kind of eat it daily. <laughs> well, I, I, I work. I got to go eat somewhere. I mean, every day. I mean, I'm like, if you can invent some more restaurants, because I mean, I like, I work five days a week, so I need five restaurants. So for people who want... listen to the audio portion of this podcast, Shane lives in a very small town in te- West Texas. They're very yeah, but proud. I, but I work of... in a bigger town that has food. He lives in a bigger town. From where he's from, there's no fast food. Exactly. We used to have a Dairy Queen, That's but gone. then a giant plant ate it. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It actually just went out of business. Oh, it just went out of business. But I had the dairy. It sounds better if a plant ate it because it, didn't <laughs> it sounds eat. cooler. It sounds cooler because I mean, Peter Quill's dairy queen got eaten by a plant. Shane had to drive an hour just to go to a McDonald's, right? Or a fast food, any fast food place. Just yeah, basically any okay. fast food. Place. You know what's really funny? I was um, I want I want to. This, hey, this, if it makes you happy, we got Chinese. Oh, that's good. So the Chinese people are everywhere. That's what my dad tells me because I'm Chinese. This is actually have Disney related. So um I have Disney Plus and I actually watched that movie Cruella. Okay. So um it came out I think Memorial Day weekend, right? But then it's not available for everybody. So what Disney's trying to do is like they're trying to do the premium access. You have to pay thirty dollars if you want to okay. watch it on day one. Um after ninety days on August twenty seventh, it's free for everyone who has uh, Disney Plus. I'm like, okay. So I pay for it. Cause me and Heather figure like, okay, we want to see this movie, right? It's thirty dollars though. But then let's just say we go outside, twelve dollars a ticket, that's only twenty four bucks. <laughs> but then with thirty, I get to watch it at home. My profile, like you, my sister, my kids, gets also to watch it, right? And that's thirty dollars, and I could watch it at home without my pants on. Yes, that's the dream. I, I mean, I I could do it at the theater now, but I have to rent out the whole theater just to take off my pants in those chairs. Okay, well, I'm not about. Yeah. To... <laughs> you don't really have to, but it would be kind of. Somebody would probably tell you to leave. <laughs> I can only do it for that one time. <laughs> and the cops may be waiting for you outside. So my thing is like when Black Widow comes out, right? I'm like me and Heather, like we're gonna see that yeah, at the watch theater. Watch your pants on. It's just wrong. <laughs> 
Well, my deal, my deal was like to watch it in the theater, right? And I'm still going to buy pay for thirty bucks so I could watch it at home without my pants on. <laughs> That's exactly what I told Heather, and also because I want you to watch it so we could talk about it like a month later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could watch it because like no, what we figured out is funny is like I was talking to Heather just either this morning or last night, right? Like so, you don't have a theater around you in your town, right? You have to go to the city. Oh. Yeah, I have to drive an hour. So you had to drive an hour. So I told yeah, Heather I like drive an hour to get to work. So I guess it's not really a big deal. So you had to drive an hour and an hour home. That's two hours, right? Can you imagine Black Widow is like an hour and fifty minutes, right? The amount of time you drive to see a movie is shorter than the movie. Let's just say it's two hours and fifteen. Like, dude, what the hell's going on? <laughs> so like, I'm paying for that premiere access so all of us in our profile can watch it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> So you better I'm watch. Glad it. Disney, I'm glad Disney is listening to this. I should know when Disney's not listening to us. It's just people who are just like us who can't afford everything in life. Who is not sharing a Netflix account? Who's not sharing a Disney account? Exactly. I don't know. I'm not sharing who's a Hulu not sharing, account. Who's not sharing a what is it? Paramount Plus. Oh, we're not. <laughs> who has Paramount Plus? Who is paying for this? I don't know. I don't have one. But hey. But they're what trying to push that? Paramount Plus, though, with that Mark Wahlberg movie. No, I'm just asking if they'll give it to me for free. Oh. Isn't <laughs> Paramount part of Disney? No, right? Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. What is that Trek. movie that... Who's that company that produced um, or that distributed Armageddon? Armageddon? Ben. Yeah. I don't ben. know. That's such an old movie. Who would know? Oh, okay, because it it's, it's one of the companies that Disney owned. But you it's know Fox. what? Is what? Isn't it Fox? No, it's not Fox. Hollywood Pictures? Oh, I can't remember. You know what? Before we go, I need to find out now. Well, uh, Transformers is Paramount. Yeah, Transformers think, Paramount. Yeah, Joe is Paramount. Star Trek's Paramount. I already said that. Yes. Yeah. F- Firecom. Oh, that's Paramount. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, 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 I was just pointing out. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was Firecom. I see, produced Firecom. By... It's produced by Buckheimer. Who is he usually with? Whoever gives them the most money. Oh, Touchstone <laughs> Pictures. Benefista. Benefista yeah, is Disney. No, Brent is distributed by uh, oh, Benefista. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's Benefista. Okay, yeah, Benefista is Disney. Of course it's Disney. Everything is Disney. Who else would put it on a Brookhammer movie? <laughs> oh, Paramount. <laughs> yep. All right. And uh, with that note, we end it for this one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tensai Reviews. If you like what you heard, follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel that's listed in the description. We will see you on the next one.